Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Veterans Air, the Veterans Hour. I am your host, Douglas B. And you can catch us live the first Tuesday of every month here in your Lone Star Community Radio. Or you can listen to past shows Tuesday, every Tuesday at 10. You can follow us also on Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your fine podcasts. Um, today, we're going to talk to you about a new VFW post opening up in Magnolia. And in the studio, I have with us District 17 Commander Frank Torres and incoming Commander of 4709, my post. And we're going to talk about that. But before we do, I want to talk about a couple of things real quick because we're waiting on the Commander from the Magnolia Post to show up. I want to to mention a couple of things. Um, oh, I forgot to do my, my how to get contact with me. You can contact via... Uh, Veterans Air at veteransair.us. Leave us the email, fill out the form, or better yet, you can text us in studio on our Google phone, 936-344-3083. See, this is what happens if I don't write it down. A um, couple of things going on. I want to talk to you about what I did weekend before last. Went to the NRA show down at the George Brown Convention Center. Um, I did not buy another assault weapon, um, but you know I, I did interact with the protesters. I think they found me me very entertaining to them. I know that the state police did. Sergeant Major, I, again, I apologize. Um, no, I, <laughs> um, I got to tell you, I, I I like going to the NRA since I'm a life member. Thank you, Tanya. Um, I like to go to the meetings and kind of gauge where the organization is going. Personal opinion, NRA it has problems. I don't think it's going to be a viable institution for more than the next couple of years. So if you're involved with the NRA, you want to get further involved with them and see what you can do to help out this organization if you want to keep its lobbying arm. Um, this coming weekend... Is it this coming weekend? Yeah, it's this coming weekend. I'm going to be at VetFest. VetFest. And Dick's, uh, Dick's uh, throwing up a little flyer for you. You can get more information uh, in your Google browser at VetFest2022 or head on over to veteransair.us and get all of the information there. I am going to be there. I'm sorry? Do you want me to mention something on that? Hang on. Okay. Jumping jump the gun. Jumping the gun. It's going to have thunder. Um, I am going to be there. I'm going to be there right next to VFW 4709. So when you get out there and you see them, guess what? I'll be right next door. And you can go back and forth between the two. While you're at the Veterans Air booth, make sure you drop your name in the fishbowl to win this limited edition canvas gallery print of American Fury. And, and check this out. 
If you are not a member of the VFW and you become a member that day, the vivacious Marcy Phillips will gladly sign you up. You get two chances to win that. Limited edition print, canvas print. Um, so, Marcy, since, you're, since the VFW is, VFW 4709 is co-founding Veterans Fest, tell us about it. Well, I mean, we're not co-founding it. Uh, I mean, sponsoring, technically, sponsoring. yeah, we're sponsoring. Um, so VetFest, I'm, I'm on the little veteran service organization committee there, and I was laying out the map earlier. So basically, if you want to help do sponsorship, you get prominent placement. So you'll find us up, up front because 4709 helps sponsor it. Um, so there's a veteran service organization village towards the front. There's a kids area off to the left. And then past the VSO village is the vendor area. Got lots of food trucks. It's going to be fantastic. We're super excited. There's an outdoor band area. There's free beer. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, there's free a limit. Beer? There's oh, a limit. Oh. But there is free beer. Everybody come and gets a couple chips for some free beer. And these are beers that have been donated from all over the community. So we're very grateful to all the breweries that stepped up for that as well. Um and then in the evening, we'll have Corey Morrow and a few friends, John Stork, Ransom Brothers. They'll be there. Now, it's free to get in from 1 p.m. until 6 p.m. That's the vendors, VSOs, all that fun stuff. Soon as 6 p.m. hits, you better have your money ready because Corey Morrow is not playing for free. So, um, I mean, he's an awesome guy, but we still need to pay him for his time. So it is $40 to get into the concert itself in the evening. It's from 6 to 10. I'd spend forty dollars just to hang out for the day with you. Oh, you're so sweet. I, I, I wouldn't spend forty dollars to hang out with me. So gates open at one. <laughs> gates open at one. They open at one. Um, so all you people out there with little kitties um, and grandkitties, you should come to this um, and just bring your kids or your grandkids because there is a petting zoo there, and I'm assuming it's the same one from last time we did this. I believe so. And and it was really cool. I will not be over there interacting with your children. Don't worry about it. Or the pets. I'm not making that promise. He might jump on the bounce house, though, and you have to watch out. We're getting the bouncy house? I think so. Oh, I am so going in the bouncy house. I think house. so. He loves bouncy houses. I, I do. I do love bouncy houses. <laughs> um, so, look, you ain't doing anything next weekend anyway, or the June, June 4th, you're not doing anything. Come on out. Gates open at 1. Mm -hmm. It's free to get in. $40 if you're staying for the concerts. And it's well worth it. For, and the free beer. Don't forget the free, free beers. beers. And the free beers. I don't drink, but I'll give my tokens away you if you sign up for the... tokens last year? I'm, well, I mean, you get free token from me if you sign up from the VFW first two people. So wait a second. They can come. They can sign up, and, and they get, get... The first two people get free tokens and two chances to win the, <laughs> win the, the, the gallery print. Well, I can't use my tokens wow. anyway, so I mean, I'll share. I'll share too because you all know I don't drink. Right. Um, Vet Fest, June 4th, 1 o'clock. Be there or be square. Um, bring the kitties. Um, I promise I won't scare them. Daniel, I'm talking to you. Bring the girls out. I haven't seen them in like forever. Um, so, we're going to talk. Gonna, let me introduce. I want to introduce to you the. District VF Texas, Texas yeah. VFW District 17. Thank you. You have such a long title. Uh, Frank Torres and uh, Marcy, as everybody knows, Marcy from uh, 4709. We're going to talk about 
this Magnolia Post that's rumored to starting to happen. Who wants to take that? It's not rumored. It will happen. We've actually sent forward the paperwork to National for their approval and their chartering of the post. So that's all in play right now. Um, to, to, start a, to charter a post, you need 25 people. 10 brand new ones and 15 old VFW types. You get those together, you say you want to start a new post, and you can start a new post anywhere in the United States. And mm, not in Oregon. Not in Oregon. Well, Oregon, California. yeah. California. Yeah. Well, no, actually, California. Mm. And the three biggest states are California, Texas, and, and, Pennsylvania. and Pennsylvania. But so. we don't need to start any more posts there. I mean, have you met those people? We I love you, Ashley. I'm joking. We'll start them here in 17. Like I said, we're gonna, that post, is the paperwork is up right now at National. <clears throat> and once it clears and once they get everything going, we'll have a, a ceremony to charter the post. Um, our target date is July 4th to, shoot, to do that. So, again, you know, it all depends on how fast National moves. June is our election cycles within the VFW, so things kind of get slow because they do post-elections, district, state, national elections. Everybody kind of moves around, so our priority is a little different. So, like yeah, said, Magnolia just held theirs. So they held their post-elections uh, two weeks ago. And so they've got a new commander. Well, they have everything's new, silly goose. Um, so everything's new. They just held their elections um, at a Mexican food restaurant that was very delicious. And it was, it was really an interesting dynamic of everybody that was there. I enjoyed it and met some great people. And I'm really excited to see where this post is going. Well, this is, this is kind of exciting because Magnolia is way out there as relative to, to Conroe. And uh, that's a trip. For people having from Mongolia, Mongolia—that's Mongolia, an even larger <laughs> trip. From from Magnolia to, to drive all the way over here to, to Conroe to come to the meetings. It is. Um, do have they figured out where they're going to meet yet? I think right now the plan is to continue meeting at the delicious Mexican food restaurant that I can't remember the name of. Um, I'll look it up in a minute. And I mean, it's delicious. It's like Mexican food, and it's joined up with a pizza place. And they have a playground in the middle for kids. So it kind of works out for them because they can bring the kids to the meetings and everything. Um, so I think that's where they're going to meet to start with. But they were interested. We're trying to bring back the old post number from Magnolia. And so they were actually looking to find out where the old post met. There was a post in Magnolia? There was. There was. How long ago was that? Uh, um, 2000. Uh, I think it closed in 2000. I've got I minutes think. here from 1987 yeah. where the post number is um, 9286. Yeah. And what it is is once you decharter a post, you know, um, that number gets retired. Sometimes it gets recycled. Um, in this case, this number is not used yet, so we've requested um, this uh, 9286 to be the new post number for the old post. So again, talking back to history. Otherwise, they'll get a 12,030-something number as their new post number. So it's been a couple of decades since Magnolia was serviced mm -hmm. with the VFW. And, and again, it's, it's due to population shifts. Uh, back in the 90s, it died out. And now, because Houston's growing, um, it's moving in different directions. Magnolia is now a, commuter a suburban commuter town for Houston. And, mm -hmm. you know, they got business out there. So now it's, it's a good time to have a post. Outstanding. And one of the things I do as district commander is, is I work with membership real hard. Um, 
<clears throat> and my, my view on membership is different from everybody else, really, because everybody else wants to do membership of posts. I want to start new posts up because I find that District 17 has got a unique mix of posts. I've got country posts, which are way out in the middle of nowhere, and people don't mind traveling 30, 50 miles to a meeting. And then I've got city posts like Conroe, like Porter, Katy, that are people don't want to travel more than five miles to go to a meeting. So, you know, that's just the way it is. And I'm looking at right now College Station is opening up a post out there and maybe one out in the Fulcher area because, again, is the travel. Is well, hang, hang on there, Commander. Just how big is District 17? Oh, my goodness. My district, let's see, if you guys know where <clears throat> Jewett is, how about Buffalo 145? So I go from Buffalo, Jewett's just a little bit in from there, all the way across the top to Caldwell, and I drop all the way down to well, K. And Normandy on the other side. Normandy's south of Jewett. Yeah. So I drop, fly all to Caldwell. I have 13 posts. Uh, down to Katy, over to Porter, and then, you know, through Conroe and back up 45. So Damn. Everything but Harris County. I think I'm the second or third largest district in Texas. That's a lot of miles. I put last year <laughs> on my motorcycle, I put 10,000 plus miles just visiting the posts in my district. And I usually, I'm retired, which is nice. So I get to travel all over the place. I'll go to sometimes three posts a week. So <clears throat> he's also been putting miles on his Lincoln because um, when Ben Ye and I need a ride somewhere, since I'm the district junior vice, so he's been mentoring me and taking me with him to a lot of these posts. And he so graciously picks up myself and Ben Ye, and um, she gets fur all over his back seat, and we go visit a lot of these posts together. So he didn't just put 10,000 miles on his motorcycle. I also caused him to spend a lot on gas and put a lot of miles on the Lincoln. But that's what they pay me for, nothing. But Yeah, you get paid <laughs> and, and, zero. And, and, you know, there's nothing too good for you, and that's why you get nothing. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> as the commander of the district, what's your hope for this new post? That it grows and continues to become a part of the a viable part of the community. Um, VFW posts, you know, we have a bad history in some locations of the stinky bar where people get drunk and, you know, all that stuff. We are cleaning the bars up. A lot of the bars now have no smoking areas and they're well lit. So, you know, at least in District 17, they're nice. Um, a VFW post is a vital part of the community. They service the veterans, they service the community, and then they service the youth. That is our big three target areas. Um, any community that has a VFW to have a good working relationship with the VFW, and the VFW has a good working relationship with that community, you'll see a strong veteran presence in that community. Let me tell you all about the cantina over at VFW 4709. Um, a lot of work in the past couple of years have gone into the cantina. Um, it's clean, it's no smoking, but we do have a very nice smoking area outside. Um, we have new, new gambling games in. Um, we can't say gambling. No, we can't say that. Oh, it's, well, well, they're, they're not gambling. They're sweepstakes. Oh, sweepstakes. They're sweepstakes games, and all the proceeds go to service dogs. That's how I got beignet. So you're not getting, like, you're not gambling and, like, woohoo, the house gets a cut or anything. Like, it's not like that. Um, so, anyway, bottom line, they fund service dogs. They're not gambling. You can tell how often I've played those machines. I know. I can tell. Hey, we got new ones. You can now play on your phone from home. 
So now you're going to play. Yeah, right. I feel it. Yeah, right. Um, and, well, at 4709, not only do we have the cantina, we have bingo. And if you guys haven't checked out bingo over at the VFW, you need to because we have, like, really good door prizes. Um, <laughs> the, the, and I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tout my post. Sure. It's my favorite post. Why? It's, because I'm here today. Well, and because I'm I'm there. Well, well yeah. Um, but and I was I was speaking to actually a new member just the other day. Um, and y'all out there know my my definition between a vet and a veteran. So the the VFW is a place for veterans and their family that have a need to still serve, has the need to be part of something other than themselves. This is what the VFW does. And if you've never been to a VFW and you're not sure what it is, and you have the, the misconception that it's a bunch of old guys sitting around smoking and getting drunk, that's not true for my posts and any of the posts that I've been to. They're, they're a very, open organization and they do a lot of different things not just for veterans but for the communities they're in as a matter of fact that's one of their tenants one of the things that the vfw has to do is be involved in their communities to be involved with youth um i like to, to think of the vfw as as being an extension of my military oath because what do we say here at Veterans Air? We obey, sorry, Dick. We obey the, the Constitution to serve, to, 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 to support and defend these rights and documents contained in here. The VFW is an extension of your oath. When you got out, you said, okay, now what I'm going to do, and you got involved in, in some uh, work and school with the kids and whatnot, but you still feel that need in the back of your, your heart and your soul. You're going, what do I do? This, this is, a, they didn't prepare me for civilian life. The VFW should be one organization that you're taking a look at to fill that void. It still provides task, mission, and purpose, which is what we did in the military. Everything was task, mission, and purpose-based. So when you get out of the military, I spent 38 years in the military, you kind of are rudderless because it's different out here to civilian life. And the VFW and a lot of service organizations provide you with that task, mission, and purpose. Um, so when you get to a VFW, you know, not only do you have the camaraderie of discussing your past with your friends, who your new friends, who can understand what you're talking about, as opposed to giving you that blank stare like, I don't understand about this MREs and not going to the bathroom for a week. But you know, um, see, they're laughing because they know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like John Winger bars. Yes, but, you know, you can talk that and you can understand that. And you've got, you know, that at a task, mission, and purpose. And it, it's a home for most veterans. It's what you wanted to make it to be. Yes, that's it, true. It, it, it is. It is. And if you are of the mindset that the VFW doesn't offer the things that, that you need being a, a younger veteran... Um, I want to tell you that may be true. And if it is, there's only one person that you can look at to blame for that, and that's 
you. Get involved with your VFW. You don't have to go the whole nine yards and get a VFW shirt and uniform and whatnot. But I, I, am, I am positive that if you go check out your VFW, you're going to find something that they're doing that you want to be involved in. One of the, the two programs that I'm, I'm very supportive of at our post are the youth programs, the scholarship programs that we do. And it seems that the schools don't know about these things, or if they do, they don't promote them. But Lord have mercy, you can get a scholarship for just writing an essay. Oh, yeah. Or an Three, essay. 300, 300 to 500 word essay, sixth through eighth graders are able to apply for that. It's super easy. There's a, a patriotic prompt every year. It's out right now. So it's on our Facebook page. If you want more info, feel free to email us or call us. Um, then there's another one that's called Voice of Democracy. That's the one that's ninth through 12th grade. You actually have to record yourself. Um, so you write the essay and then you record and it's three to five minutes that you, you have to try to fit all that in there. So, um, you don't have to write the longest essay ever. You just have to write a three-minute essay. And it's, it's a, and it's a competition because Congress Post will have their VOD and their Patriots pen, and they will pick a winner, which will then come to me and my crew at District. I have 13 posts. We'll have 14 posts now. And they will choose a winner of the Patriot pen and the, and the VOD, and they will get scholarship money from the district, and that winner will go to state, to the department, and there's 23... Uh, districts within a department which I'll compete against and the winner will get 10,000 or 12 some odd number like that there's 10 winners there's on the 10 state winners level. in the state at that level and then the number one winner gets picked to compete against 53 other departments throughout the, the nation and there's 50 states but we all have the Pacific area the Caribbean area and Europe as three departments so they compete against that so there is an opportunity for a good amount of scholarship money for somebody who wants to do that and and I, I do want to go and, and say this if you have a teenager in high school ninth twelfth grade trust me they can talk for at least three minutes <laughs> they can now since we're talking about that so each post has Patriot pen and voice of democracy correct right? so our new post in Magnolia They'd have it also? They would also set up their, their Patriots pen and Voice of Democracy. That's part of their our charter to do that. Um, you know, they will provide what they can for scholarship, and then their entry will go to district. And then my district team will listen to all the 13, 14 winners <coughs> and then pick the number one, and that'll continue on forward. This year we took second in the state in Patriots pen from Navasota, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. um, and we also have Scout of the Year programs. I think last year, Katie, my Katie Post, 9182, took Scout of the Year at National. Mm -hmm. um, there are all sorts of programs that we involve with the youth. It's just, you know, you have to go find them. I have to say, with Scout of the Year, I'm surprised that we don't get a whole lot of um, participation with that. We used to. We used, we used to. to and, I mean, I'm telling you, we reach out like crazy. I call every Scoutmaster I know. And we give applications out to everybody. I mean, we've worked with a lot of different groups. It's just a participation issue because I think the kids are super busy. If, um, you, if you want to start out there a scouting troop or a den, um, 
Talk to your VFW. Talk to 4709. They will sponsor you. They will give you a place to come meet every time. They will give you a safe haven. They'll provide you with all the sponsorship they can as a scout troop. Yeah. I did that at the Katie Post. We have a bunch of posts within our district that sponsor scouts. I've even got a um, sea cadet command mm -hmm. at the Katie Post. And a we're what? looking at a sea cadet. What's a sea cadet? Sea cadets are sponsored by the Navy League. So it Nobody is cares. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm teasing you. Teasing I am teasing you. you. It's actually sponsored by the Navy it's League. It's cool. Um, parents are very much involved in that. The, the kids, you know, they, they learn naval traditions. Uh, you know, they start at real young age, 9, 10, 11, and they go through high school. Um, in our case, in the Katie Post, we're going to start, we're looking at starting one in Normandy in the mm -hmm. middle of nowhere because they have a junior high with no JROTC. Yeah. But it provides, uh, again, it teaches the kids Americanism. It teaches them task, mission, and purpose. Uh, the kids, just like an ROTC function, will graduate up and out and become commander of, you know, the, the junior commander there. And then throughout the year in the summertime they have different scholarships to go to different schools in san diego they can go to watch seals and they can go to, to pensacola to do flight training uh they can go to nasa so they have all sorts of programs out there and then the kids and i know again with the katie post we've had a couple actually get commissioned in and are now serving naval officers so go, go ahead, ahead. Well, I, I was just going to say, um, with the scouts and everything, so we've got those scholarships, VOD and Patriots Pen, and then Scout of the Year. We also have Teacher of the Year. Yep. And I don't get very many entries on that either. I, I email every single principal. I call the schools and try to get in with them. But with COVID, all of that kind of dropped. That's where we, we had a scout troop at the post. And whenever COVID hit and everything closed, we lost our scout troop. They had to disband. So same thing's kind of happening um, where the schools didn't have to deal with all that when they went online and they were doing that type of, you know, uh, tele teleteaching, if you will. Um, so they didn't really allow us to come in and explain the scholarships and scout troops were the same way. So we lost a lot of participation. I'm really looking forward to getting that back up and running. ROTCs around here have not been very receptive from the standpoint of not having time. Um, now, Montgomery High School, they gave away all three of our, or contacted us to do all three of our ROTC awards. Um, Conroe, I just talked to one of their superintendents and she's gonna get it out there and make sure that all five of their ROTCs are more responsive. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and we have a lot to offer the community, whether it's bingo, which is charitable, the scholarships and everything for youth, um, the, I mean, you name it, we do it, the lobbying arm. You mentioned younger vets not seeing a purpose and not coming, but one of the things I tell people is there's a season to life. We all go through different seasons, and if you're younger and you're busy with family right now and you feel like, oh, I can't contribute, you are contributing just by signing up because when you join the BFW, you help lobby Congress. We have a congressional charter, and we're the largest veterans lobby in the world. Um, whenever we go in front of them, we need to have the numbers to back us up. So whenever we have one or two people testify and say, veterans need the PACT Act, which by the way, write your congressman and senators about that one. We need to pass the PACT Act. So how do we do that? We sit in front of them and we say, we've got X million veterans that are part of the VFW. X million auxiliary members 
that are supporting the BFW, we need you to help support us too. We can't do that if we don't have the numbers. So as we're losing members, as they're getting older, we need to have our younger members step up and take this mission on too, just like they took on the mission of the military. Let's talk about auxiliary for a second. Um, Commander, do you, do you know if the new Magnolia Post is gonna do a, an auxiliary? They probably will eventually. And again, the auxiliary are the spouses, are the family members of veterans. Um, your veteran doesn't have to be even alive to become a member of the auxiliary. There's a whole host of, there's a circle that I'm sure they'll post on a website somewhere that shows you once you can become an auxiliary member. Um, the auxiliary supports the VFW. There's things that the VFW cannot do that the VF that the VFW auxiliary can do, and vice versa. So, um, generally, it starts with the spouses, and it can be a male spouse. It used to be called ladies auxiliary, and if you Honey. say that ladies auxiliary, lots of posts, they will find you five dollars because um, it tells you one, you're outdated, and two, as of seven years ago, they're the auxiliary. So, um, there was a men's and there was a ladies. And now we're just the auxiliary because we can all get along. Kumbaya. Well, as Marcy knows, I'm a big supporter of the auxiliary. Hey, BJ. Um, <laughs> and, and, hey, Lynn. And, 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 and I often say this, that the auxiliary is an in-house funding arm for the VFW. In a lot of ways, yeah. They do. The auxiliary does, as Commander said, there's things that the auxiliary can do that the VFW can't. And with the auxiliary, a chance is presented not only to you joining the VFW, but also your spouses joining the auxiliary. In, in our post, in 4709, when the VFW meets, the auxiliary meets at the same day, in the same place. Um, <clears throat> And, and for me, I think that the, the auxiliary is so important because they're always bringing food. They are. They do a fantastic job, and I love to eat. Um, and Shirley like, brings, like, diabetic cake. She tells me it's diabetic. It's not. That's my story. I'm She's lying. Um, it's, it's my story. I'm sticking give you to diabetes. It. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Nothing is diabetic know, friendly. The cake was, was awesome. It's so good. Time. But... They don't just cook for us. They are having a Veterans Day breakfast for us on Veterans Day, which we love. We're excited about. But that's not all they do. <laughs> they do so much more. And we are truly honored to have people that support us because when we were deployed, we needed those people. They had our backs. And now we're home, and they still have our backs. And while we're doing the VFW mission to serve the community, they're also doing the VFW mission to serve the community and help support us at the same time. It's really kind of neat because not every post has an auxiliary, but the ones that do, I feel like there's there's kind of a more community feel in a lot of them, um, which I think is super important. You need to get the, the community involved, and I think community starts with family. I agree. Um, I want to touch on one more thing today, and we need to close with, with how to get hold of the Magnolia Post. Um, so people can join there. So you got to put your thinking cap on. You know what? I will. Can we put that on the website? The how to contact Magnolia? Okay. Yeah. We'll do that. Um, um, I want to talk, I want briefly mention because 
the Magnolia Post is going to be brand new, and the members that are joining that probably don't know about this. But there is a, another facet to the VFW called the VFW Foundation. Do you the one you want to explain what this, this foundation does? I'll give it to you. Okay, so the VFW Foundation is a wonderful organization that we are blessed with. They have, so ours is on the department level. They also have it on the national level. We have a lot of grants. So when somebody has issues <laughs> with, you know, whatever, any kind of financial issues, we have unmet needs, um, Warrior Down, all kinds of special grants that are out there that our foundation can help guide you through, whether it's through the Texas Veterans um, Commission or whoever it's through. They have a ton of resources, and they can point you in the right direction or help with the actual grants that they write themselves. So foundation um, also is helps take care of the service dogs, so I'm a little partial um, because anyone who helps with service dogs are my best friends. Um, the foundation here is a group of fantastic people that have it on their hearts to take care of all of us every single day. And I'm really grateful for the fact that they're there whenever I have somebody in need, and I have a lot of people in need, probably four phone calls a week with veterans in need. Um, I know that I can point them in that direction, and that person can get help pretty quickly. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful to our foundation. It's a wonderful arm of the VFW. It is, and I didn't know that, for years I didn't know that it existed. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, I actually found out about it uh, um, five, six years ago and my AC broke. Mm -hmm. so when I found out about them, um, I was going someplace with that, but I forgot what it was. How awesome the foundation is. How awesome the foundation is. Right. Um, the, it's, it's hard to, to explain, at least for me, of all the, the things that the VFW, the auxiliary, the foundation, can do and does do and this goes back to to well start i need help and i've said this on the show many times please don't wait until friday afternoon to call me and say i'm being evicted because mm -hmm. at that point there's not much i can do for you the same holds true for any of the veteran service organizations if you need help when you were in the service, you didn't stand alone, did you? You had teammates, squad mates, platoon mates, a whole company behind you to straighten you out when you got yourself sideways. The same holds true today when you're not wearing the uniform. There are programs and organizations out there to put you back straight so you're not all crooked and you're not going through life sideways. Right. But you need to reach out. You need to reach out. And how do we reach out? Well, we reach out to the VFW. We, and all else fails, we call Doug, 936-344-3083. Um, I finally memorized that after six years. I know. Um, there, there, there are programs, there's peoples, there's organizations to help you. The VFW... That's your start. Because you know what? If the VFW can't help you directly, they know who can. 
That's what I was just about to say. We have, there's a common misconception. Somebody told me this <clears> yesterday. Y'all have so much money coming into that post. And I started laughing. I couldn't help myself. I was like, we can't even fix our ceiling. Um, but we don't have a ton of money coming into the post. What we have is a ton of resources that we can send people when send people to whenever they get in trouble so we have a little bit that we can do on the post level to help but the most important thing we can do is point people in the right direction i had a homeless guy walk in yesterday i gave him about eight different resources helped him set stuff up that's what we're here for um if i could have helped him myself and i probably would have but i wasn't able to help him myself the the cool thing about the vfw is we're kind of like this hub besides the camaraderie and things like that besides the service we're this hub of resources for people and you are one of those people that i know i can count on to help point me in the right direction a lot of times so i'm interested in seeing whenever magnolia opens up kind of pointing them in your direction too for some guidance and mentoring bear, bear in mind i don't do anything i just know everybody exactly exactly Perfect. so and i don't know everyone but I, I'm looking forward to kind of connecting them with you as like a conduit to those resources. So I appreciate everything that you do. And Magnolia is going to be great for that area. If we can eliminate some of the barriers to entry for the VFW, um, I mean, obviously we're exclusive. It's foreign wars. It's not like, you know, like, hey, I joined and did half a year. So um, what's the criteria? Let's put it out there right now. The criteria to join the VFW. You want to take it? You're talking right. I mean, basically, oh if you've got a combat award, if you have a action, or what we call this, a, a campaign service award, where you were overseas in a campaign for even one day, you are eligible for the VFW. It's and if you even say you went over for 30 days to Korea, mm -hmm. um, Korea's actually still at war. We just signed a... Uh, Armistice. An armistice. So if you served in Korea for um, as a regular soldier for a year, or if you have 30, a, 30 days, if you got 30 days combined service as a, uh, as a reservist or a National Guard guy, you can join a VFW. Um, so we go back, we still have World War II veterans. We've got veterans from every um, conflict, every conflict, Kosovo, Bosnia. And you have to be honorable. And you have to be an honorable discharge, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the other part. And of course, if you're not an honorable discharge, we have service officers within the posts that can help you. And if, if you, you have, need if, to get it changed. If, if you have if you have cause to get it changed. So the one of the cool things too, like a barrier to entry being distance, like you mentioned, how far away the post is. So we're kind of taking that barrier away from Magnolia. So they'll have a closer post, they can join and still serve. Um, we also have in Conroe one of the barriers to entry as far as the camaraderie side and some of the service side is we have memberships to our canteen version um, of the post for first responders, honorably discharged veterans who aren't eligible for VFW and their immediate family. So if you feel like, well, I wanna serve, I still wanna help, or I still wanna go hang out with people that are like-minded, you still can. You just have to get the membership to that instead. Yeah, it, it's, it's, um, and I put this out every once in a while on the show. It's like $10, I think. So it, it's really, really cheap. There's a $5 one and a $20 one. Depends on which one. Where did I come up with 10? You, right in the middle almost. Average? Yeah. 
Well, he, you know, he everybody stuff knows up, if I don't people. know stuff, I just make it up. Yeah. Nobody knows. Um, one more thing about Bagnigma. I'm just about banging up against my time, aren't I there, Dick? Got to ask this question. The VFW here in Conroe, 4709, mm -hmm. we have a full slate of officers yes. that do, do everything. Um, and each one of those positions has duties assigned to them. Correct. Will Magnolia have the same type of position? Correct. They'll be following the congressional charter within the, the, the book that we publish every year. It tells you what the positions you have to fill by election, what positions you have to fill by appointment, and what their duties are. And they've already elected them, and they're working yeah. on some of the appointments. So their commander, uh, Doc Dancer, he will be... Um, working on those appointments. I don't know if he's made decisions on the Doc, election. Doc, where are you? Um, he called in the middle of this. Oh, okay. So. Bless his heart. He's, you know, he's super busy. He owns a business, starting a new business, and um, on the city council there. So he's a little bit busy. And, um, yeah, I'm sure that's what happened. But we'll get him back on here one day, maybe when, right before we open, maybe, yeah. and uh, see what we can do to get some folks out to their their little ceremony that they're having. And it's pretty exciting because I talked to Congressman Brady yesterday and he was like all happy that the post is opening up out there. Mm -hmm. And I know he's going to try to be out there for the opening. Um, yep. it's, it's a big thing. It yeah, he's, he's hoping I'll transfer out there so he doesn't have to deal with them. you. Well, just because that's I, not true, Congressman Brady. Uh, hey, hey. You're still going to have to deal with him. He knows, he knows that, that, that I communicate with his office on how I want him to vote on something. Right. And, the and, PACT Act, vote and, on it. And, and I tell him that if he doesn't vote the way that I want to vote, I'll be sleeping on his couch. Right. So pass the PACT Act. What's the PACT Act? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. Um, you keep mentioning I want to test your knowledge here. Well, I don't. See, that's the thing is I don't have the whole thing memorized, but it's it's benefits for veterans. It's benefits for veterans who have toxic exposure. You're gonna you're gonna sit there and stare at me now. I like that. No, I'm that's, just saying. That's I'm, cute. I'm just saying that that I will talk about the PAC Act because yes. it's still um, it's it's has, has it come to the floor yet? I don't think it came yeah. to the floor yet. Well, part has of it, it yeah. It, I think it hit the House already, and now it's in the Senate. HR seven twenty four. Yeah. Um, so it is. Yes. Seven ninety seven. And it hit. Yeah, it hit shows the it, House, show, now it's in the Senate. Shows you how much so, I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention to it. Right? Um, yeah, it's the toxic exposure one. I just can't remember um, where they're at. See, I think, I think I will actually fall underneath that. Yes, I think you do, and we talked about that the other day. And, and I know Brother Johnny, if you're listening, Brother Johnny falls underneath mm -hmm. that. So I'm going to need you to go that. You know, uh, Ron, he's in the middle of all mm -hmm. I mean, yep. Gary did. I mean, there's a ton of them that are in our post that are dealing with a lot of this. So, yeah, we definitely want to get it, and it again, passed. It's not just for the recent conflicts in, the, in mm -hmm. the, uh, Kuwait and Iraq and Afghanistan, but it also goes back to Vietnam with Agent mm -hmm. Orange. It goes back to Korea if you had any DMZ duty, and they sprayed on the DMZ. Mm -hmm. It goes off to ships offshore. It goes to Air Force Blue folks. water, brown water. Blue or brown water. It goes to Air Force folks dumping stuff out of the back of aircraft. So all and that... 
and not so. everything, but a lot of things are presumptive now. Yes, they've added like nine new presumptives mm -hmm. in the last few months. And for so. your Gulf War veterans, they've just said, hmm, I think your part of your problem is due to sarin gas release. So there wasn't any of that there, silly goose. They said there wasn't. They said they destroyed it though. Right. As, exactly. as an NBC NCO who was there, <laughs> I know. I can say that my MA chemical alarms never went off However. for sarin. However, they would go off for unknown reasons. Mm -hmm. That's going back to the MREs. Oh, that must have been I what think, it was. I, I think I, I think it was the kangaroo rats urinating on the sensor. That's that. That's my story. Um, oh my gosh, can't even. Look I am I am excited for Magnolia. Me too. That that they're they're getting a post um, because they haven't been served um, diligently, dedicated for a number of years, and as Commander Torres said that area is growing exponentially. And it's a big feather in District 17's cap because the last post we opened up, we closed more posts in Texas than we opened. Mm -hmm. We opened one last year. On oh, Fort Hood. On Fort, was it this year we went? It was this year. It was this year. So yeah, yeah it was in February, January, February, we went to Fort mm -hmm. Hood and we opened up a post on Fort Hood, um, 12029 I think is yeah. the number. Um, they are sponsored by the post. It's the first BFW post in a active duty installation in the United States. Um, and then we're looking at opening up eventually one in, in uh, El Paso at Fort Bliss, but I'm gonna sneak in our post first yeah. in Magnolia. So we're the next one that opens up. Okay. So, Dick's giving me the high sign. You need to wrap this up. He's so mean. Yeah, he is. Um, I will have this show go out on the 7th um, and I'm going to be talking about how great VetFest was on the 4th. And uh, check out VeteransAir.us and get all the information on VetFest. I want to see you all there. Um, you know what? No, we'll, we'll do the standard closing. We'll do standard closing. Ooh, um, standard. I want to thank Commander Torres from District 17 being here today. And Marcy Phillips from 4709. You're still junior vice, right? Junior vice district and post right now. Wait till July 1. It all changes. Got to change all my tags. Actually, it'll change in uh, June, well, June 18th yeah. when we meet at state. She has to buy all new hats now, too. Mm, I don't buy them. They don't, she don't buy them. We, we, for the officers, you get your hats, you get your caps purchased. But not my name tags. Oh, I got to buy all new name tags. Um, where was I going? Oh, I closing. Yeah. Closing. Closing. Um, so... The, our next show is going to be July. Um, I'm going to do a podcast before that, of course, to let you let everyone know what's happening July 4th. Uh, of course, we have a big big thing over at the Post. Can't speak. Sorry July about that. July 2nd. July 2nd. Um, and I will get all the information out from you. That about wraps up our show for today. Um, we're going to end this, this session of Veterans Air the way we always do with this awesome song by the Warrior Song Project. Go buy that from iTunes. You can get the link right off Veterans Air's front page. Support it. And as we listen to the Warrior Song, let's remember our brothers and sisters that are in uniform serving today, standing in harm's way. If you are wearing the uniform today, I want to tell you thank you. I want to tell you 
I am proud of you. And until next month, stay safe and stay vigilant.